Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bruz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast at Dell Advice Show. I'm Josh Waston. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, I'm already pissed off. <laughs> it doesn't take much. This fucking Squadcast <laughs> won't record. Uh, we're going and old school. Well, all right. <laughs> sort of. So there's no questions this week. Okay. Because we've got two things we need to talk about. They're going to take up the whole show. Okay. So I'm just going to go through the fucking spiel and get us through it. So that way we can <laughs> okay. get into the real heart of this. Okay. Like, I already knew that the first thing we we're going to talk about was going to have me pissed off. And then when Squadcast didn't work, <laughs> like now I'm even more pissed off. Okay. So I'm just like on edge. And okay. uh, this well. is going to be like, um, this is going to be fucking Bill Hicks version of Josh. Do you know who Bill Hicks is? Yeah, he's a, he's a comedian that... Well, uh, well was. He's, well, yeah. He was, he was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Raw. Yeah, very pissed off all the time. Uh, we're uh-huh. about to get real fucking Bill Hicks on this, all right? <laughs> okay, all right. This is an advice show, except it's not tonight. This is two <laughs> pissed off white dentists bitching and moaning. Uh, uh-huh. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We start to tell dentists and dental team members their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? You can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. We don't want a bunch of boring <laughs> questions like, what's the best dental magazine? Because we all know that that Henry Shine monthly hygiene flyer is the greatest <laughs> dental magazine ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. It's the magical time of year, Lance. We talked about it last year. Yeah, we did. We talked about the Benco in Sizal Edge magazine. Fourth annual, last year we talked to the third annual, this year it's the fourth annual, 32 most influential people in dentistry. Yeah, one the for new, each tooth. Yes. Well, okay, I was about to ask the question oh. of why oh. is it 32? <laughs> okay, sorry. So, so I, you answered my question. I, I shit on it every week. Last week it was Bastille Day and now I've done this one. I. That's just a <laughs> weird... I, I don't know. Like... I guess it's Most clever. Most people don't have 32 teeth. Just make it 28. Yeah, that, that. that's that's the other thing is most of the time it's 24 to 28. Yeah. The most influential people in dentistry. Uh-huh. Last year, I think I was pretty triggered by this. A little bit. I think you may have more of it this year. Although I will tell you this year's list is slightly better. Okay. But there's still some stuff on here. I, I just, here's the, here's what we have to talk about. Okay. Going into this list. No elephant in the room. We're just going to go straight there. Does does Benko understand what the word influential means? I think they're used a thesaurus and they're using an alternative uh, meaning. Because we have this debate with most valuable player sometimes. Uh Uh-huh. Where some people think it's best player. Uh Uh-huh. But so then it's like, no, it's like the person that means the most to their team. So the, you yeah. get all these like vague, yeah. ambiguous definitions on what that means. For sure. And so here's the thing about that word. 
is that word means something specific. Yeah. And I don't think that everyone on this list... I just... I get that when you make a list like this, you don't want it to just kind of be chalk. But then it needs to be not influential because they have people on this list that are very low on this list as influential that should be very high on this list. Now, people on this list that have no fucking business being on this list because the vast majority of the dental industry does not know who they are. So how can you be influential? The ranking is, is, is definitely suspect because yeah. Um, got some people on the list that just really there are, shouldn't that, be on. there's another list for them to be on yeah yeah most powerful most i i, I there's just different like uh, we'll go through them as we get okay. there but the All definition right. of influential is having great influence on someone or something right and i right. don't know as if all of these people do so should we just get to the fucking list i think so Number like one it. on the list, new this year, was not on the list last year, and just comes off the top rope, dunking on all of us. Eric Wenzel, director of Oral Care Global Business, 3M. Well, now, it's got to be right. the, it's the respirator. That's why. That's, that's 100% it, and I don't hate it. Um, right. I like Eric Wenzel. I know Eric Wenzel pretty well. I've played hoops. I've played basketball with wow. Eric Wenzel, like pick up basketball. He's a okay. fucking beast of corner three is money. He's he's six six, six seven, oh, and wow. just big and just like hard to deal with. Did he play um, in college? Yeah, he's he's just a sick athlete. Like he's okay. a great golfer. Um, I think he played, I know, I think he played basketball in college, but just like low post game, just back you down, can't do anything about it. Like he's got three and a half inches on me and 15 pounds and just knows how to use his feet and, and can drain the corner three like he's Steph Curry. So nightmare in pickup basketball. Just really nightmare. Put him on the list. Yeah. If you're talking about like pickup basketball players in dentistry, there's no question he's towards the top of that list too. Okay. Right. So yeah, this is absolutely having to do with like N95 masks and respirators and the paper, yeah. you know, things and all all that stuff. Yeah. Um so I don't hate it. Like when you combine that with you know, the restorative stuff. Sure. You know, the number one composite in the world, the number one flowable in the world, the number nice. one if or if not top 3 adhesive in the world. Um you know, 3M is is a yeah. huge 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 player in, in the in the dental market um yeah for sure i have no problem with with wenzel being number one um i, I there's not going to be something like that for every person on this list of like oh yeah like yeah. i used to uh i used to play pickup i used to you know we used to uh go out and throw the old football around outside uh, for everybody so just fyi so it's, it's, okay. it doesn't all get right. into like oh how i'm buddies with all these people but okay. i know wenzel okay all right so we both agree number one I have I'm no fine. problem with him being on the list. Yeah. And I have no problem sure. being with him very high, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Number two, Joseph Hogan, director and president uh, and CEO of Align Technology. Last year, he was number one. Okay. I don't have a huge problem with this. No, no. I love my Itero, so right. sure. I was going to say, Itero's involved in that. And, yeah. and uh, you know, they're they're actually now fighting the good fight against Smile Direct Club. Good. 
Good. You know, so like, all right, cool. Like I, I have no problem with, with a line being in this. They've got a new mm-hmm. scanner out, the 5D, which has carries detection. Um, nice. And it also takes a bunch of digital photos while you're scanning. So if you need to pull out like a snapshot, you can do that. Um, Perfect. So really cool, you know. Um, no problem with one and two. Okay. Three. Casey Hannon, director, Division of Oral Health, CDC's National Center for Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion, Atlanta, Georgia. New on the list this year. Yeah, that's that's a Rona vote. That's it. Absolutely is a is a Rona vote. However, he is in chronic disease prevention and health promotion, as related to oral health. Okay. Doesn't seem like it's very acute respiratory virus related, does it, Lance? Not so much. They just went to look to find the top dentist, or I don't even know if he is a dentist. Yeah, I don't know. I have think. no idea. Because it doesn't it doesn't give any of their degrees here, which pisses me off because I would like to know what these people's degrees are. But no, they bury it somewhere in the story. Yeah. Um it says here a 32-year veteran of public health, which all right. Have you ever known somebody who was a good dentist who was like worked in like administration of public health? I'm I'm not familiar no. with any. But... All of these people can't <laughs> prep a crown to save their damn lives. That's why he works at a keyboard and not a handpiece. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Casey. If you are an actual dentist, your preps probably sucked. Come at there's, me, bro. There's a good chance. Could Casey Hannon cut a class two? composite today i would give that no chance on earth anisa holmes has a better chance of cutting a class two composite than this guy uh, maybe par yeah maybe not call it a draw <laughs> a 32 year veteran of public health workforce who has been with the cdc since 1996 hannon has long been responsible for providing the overall direction of the government's dental health policy guiding implementation evaluating programs and in recent weeks developing strategies for getting dental office reopened safely that doesn't have anything to do with this title no, no, that's uh, so. I, I, that's a reach. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the CDC's organizational chart. Same. It also says like he's the CDC's top cop. Okay. Do they have a police force? I don't wow. know. Like I, I thought he was a dentist. Okay. Does he have a sidearm? Is he a? Well, yeah. Well, why is course. he a cop? I don't understand. Yeah. Wow. Um, It says that he worked uh, directly with Eric Wenzel to make sure that dental staff has uh, N95 masks, which, uh, eh, did he really? I didn't get any emails from this guy. Um, So I don't know. I I don't recall any, but my spam filter is pretty full. This is I this is knee jerk to me. Yeah, this is okay. knee jerk of like we needed to get somebody from the CDC in here. Uh And, And last year we did bash him for putting like, uh, noted furry Beto O'Rourke on the list. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And so I think they wanted to keep it to like people were somehow in oral care in okay. some way or another. And I All guess right. this guy sort of is. So they probably didn't want to put Anthony Fauci up here. <laughs> that's probably but like that. I, I would, that's more reasonable than this guy who I've never heard of, who I don't know what he True. does. And True. his job title is chronic disease prevention, which has nothing to do with what's happening now. Right. Yeah. That's not. Mm-mm. So I don't know. Casey, listen, brother, I, I can't vouch for you here. I'm sorry. You're not influential. No. 
I like I, I've never thought like, oh, what's Casey Hannon thinking right about now? Let yeah, me check out his Twitter account. Influential means I probably am aware of you or that's the thing. or your work. Yes, and, and I'm not familiar with his work in no. chronic disease prevention and health promotion at the CDC. No. Mm-mm. Number four, Stanley Bergman, Chairman, CEO, Henry Schein. All right. Fair, fair enough. Well, I guess. That's fine. I mean. It's a big ass company. I buy a lot of supplies from yeah, them. Yeah, so, so is it like, is this this the list of dental CEOs of biggest companies? Is that what this is a list of? Yeah, I mean, that that's where it's such an indirect thing because, okay, yeah, I buy products from you, but. I can also buy products from 27 other places. Exactly. And here's the thing. Here's what it comes down to. If I go to 100 dentist offices and just walk in the door and say, Stanley Bergman, what percentage of those dentists would know who that is? Three. 3%. That's, it's 0% for Casey Hannon. Right, yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's... I'm the only one who knows Wenzel, I guess, you know, like, and Hogan, like, you know, you just like, oh, he's the CEO of a line. Oh, he's the the director of oral care for 3M. Like, all right. So, Uh you know, the job title. And that's kind of the same thing with Stanley Bergman is the job title. He's the CEO of Henry Schein. Okay, cool. So is it, is it Stanley Bergman who's the most influential or is it just the name Henry Schein? I don't know. Probably. It's cheap to me. Okay. Um, he should be on the list. I just don't know about four. Right. That That's where I was kind of going with, you know, definitely a list worthy, but maybe down towards the bottom because no one can name him. Or Number three. five, the lawmakers, dentists in the house, Brian Babin, Republican, Texas, Drew Ferguson, Republican, Georgia, Paul Gosar, Republican, Wyoming. I thought he was in, I thought Paul Gosar was from Arizona. Uh, Mike Simpson. I thought, he, I thought he was in Saved by the Bell. <laughs> You're no? talking about uh, Mark Paul Gosler. Oh, just, okay. I would vote for Mark Paul Gosler <laughs> ahead of Paul Gosar. I think I would too. <laughs> Mike Simpson, Republican Idaho. Jeff Fandrew, Republican New Jersey. Um, let's just check out. I think they have this wrong about Paul Gosar. Um, oh. He's from Arizona. He is not from Wyoming. Wyoming. So they have that off. They, yeah, they, they are... Incorrect, Binco. Yeah. Again. Again. What else? If you can't get that right, what else is incorrect, Binco? Uh-huh. Yeah. Paul Gosar is a massive piece of shit. Oh, really? He's a massive piece of shit. We talked about this last year. Did we? Um, so, Paul Gosar, uh, he, <laughs> he's the one that during a, like, a, a congressional hearing about the election stuff, like the FBI mm-hmm. and, like, the Russia... I think it was, like, Russian collusion stuff. Um, okay. He's the one that, like, asked an FBI agent while, during questioning. Um, he's like, I'm a dentist, so I can read people. You oh. know, like, I can read people's, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> nonverbal cues or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. It was such a stupid bullshit thing to say. Um, and then he yeah. also, like, he's a big Trump guy. Fuck him. Fuck you, okay. Paul Gosar. I hope you're All listening right. to this. The best thing ever about Paul Gosar um, is um, is that his, his siblings uh-huh. took out a political ad against him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, and they would, they would like go on and they would be like, 
Hi, I'm Linda Gosar. Like, oh, I'm Carl Gosar. Oh, I'm Brian Gosar. We're Paul Gosar's siblings, and we think he sucks. You should vote for the other person. Wow. It was, yeah, That's... he like he blocked Obama stuff just because. Um, huh. He's he's um. Oh, he like accidentally retweeted a QAnon uh, tweet saying that he didn't know who QAnon was. Like just. Like typical, um, very typical, like Trump playbook bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it, it's really bad. Um, uh, he's he's just he's a huge piece of shit, and I would vote for literally anyone over Paul Gosar. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, Mike Simpson, I don't know. Um, I don't know Drew Ferguson. Brian Babin, I somehow got on his fucking donation list. Oh. I gave him like 50 bucks like t- eight years ago or something, and he just kept like sending me letters. And he's just like, no, I'm no wow. interest in donating to your, your campaign. You've done nothing for me. Uh-huh. Um, I somehow think less of your skills as a dentist if you run for Congress. Yeah, I tend to assume... Like, I don't see Jeff Rouse being like, oh, I really want to run for Congress. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Like, no, he does fucking dentistry because that's what he does. He's really good at it. Right. Why would he go to be a congressman? Yeah, true. That's a, that's a good point. I, uh, I I always assume those that branch off and, and leave clinical and do administrative things is because clinical just didn't work out. That's just an assumption, and I'm sure I'm wrong most of the time on this, but that's just the way it seems. I I have no problem with them being on the list, but they are like congressmen, like yeah, that, that's why House it's, it's, of Representatives. They're not senators. They're not it's in the cabinet. High. Yeah, they're like lowly one of four hundred and sixty-five other people. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of, (laughs) um, none are in the Senate. They're all Republicans. Um, all five, oh God, all five voted no in February on protecting American lungs and reversing the youth tobacco epidemic, also known as the vaping bill. They all signed no on it. Huh. All I'm saying is that cigarettes are better than... Am I saying cigarettes are better better than vaping? No. I don't think people should vape. But I do think vaping can be a good way for people to get off cigarettes. Uh, and, and that that should be left up to the individual. I don't disagree with him, actually. But sure. it's just bad to say, like, oh, I voted against the Protecting American Lung Act. <laughs> that doesn't look good on your resume. But I yeah. don't disagree with this sentiment. Sure. Um, yeah, hard to argue with that. that that's... yeah. Gosar, Van Drew, and Babin uh, introduced the Resident Education Deferred Interest Act, which was supposed to help like with the medical and student loan deferment of interest uh, during that period, and it just got like buried in committee. It said never made it out. So, uh-huh. are, are they that influential and powerful if they can't get like that act through? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, let's not charge yeah. residents interest. Like, how can you not get that through committee? Right. That what, that just seems like all right. Maybe you're not so influential there. 
uh, representatives, Babin, Ferguson, Gosar, Simpson, Van Drew. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Number six, the steady hand. Dentist in the house. Um, they they screwed that up. That's There were two dentists in the house. It, it, oh. They, God, they got to edit this. Inside the ledge. Tough look. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even have this guy's name. <laughs> it doesn't oh, have this guy's name. It's Whoever it is is the CEO of Dentsply Sirota, but it doesn't his say his name. Casey. Just Casey. It just says Casey. It just says Casey a hundred times, but it never says his name because they just copied and pasted from above. And it still it just says like where it should say their name, it says dentist in the house, which is what it said before on the law. Uh-huh. So great job. <laughs> it's a great magazine. I hope they do a breakdown of this episode again, like they did yeah, last year. Top notch editing here. Woo-hoo. So again, this is like, all right, the CEO of another big dental company. Cool. Like uh-huh. all right. I guess Densply Serona did come up with a new product this year, and that's the Prime Mill, which is actually looks pretty badass. Okay. Um, and, and Prime Scan was a year before. All right. <sighs> it says they did come up with an innovative new Seric block to Sarah, which is advanced lithium disilicate. Okay. Have Does you ever he, heard or, of something or, as crazy as lithium disilicate that could be milled? Uh, well under a different name <laughs> for how fucking many years has that been around yeah, exactly uh so yeah like innovating uh on the forefront of of uh of of all of dentistry there with a block that is the same as emax it's been around for 15 years cool. uh-huh. all right so fine yeah. I, again i have no problem with him being on the list i just don't know like how many people know who this guy is yeah yeah so put him on the list but towards the bottom Number seven, the bard of the big box. Oh, God. Someone, the person who wrote that physically got hard when they wrote that. <laughs> like the alliteration <laughs> of that probably came made in their pants. them physically hard. Yeah. Roshan Parikh, head of dentistry, Walmart. Yeah. Put. Bottom of the list, not number seven. We got the um, guy. This is the guy that did not sue Walmart, right? This is <laughs> no. <laughs> this guy, he's wearing a in the picture. It's got uh-huh. his headshot. Um, he is wearing a Monaco, a Tag Heuer uh, Monaco wristwatch, which is oh, a bad looking watch. It's not good. Um, okay. Roshan, you need a you need a better timepiece. Uh, hit me up, buddy. Um, anywhere on social media, I will help you pick a better watch than that Tag Heuer Monaco. Mm. Um, it's not that I don't like tags. Tags are fine. I have a couple mm-hmm. of vintage tags in my collection, but the Monaco is like this weird square watch. No, no one likes a Monaco, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Okay. Um, there's some weird typos at the beginning of this. So again, um, great job, Benko, Inside the Ledge Magazine. Um, most America lives within 10 miles of a Walmart, and they have 150 million customers coming through their stores every week. Um, so they want to expand access... Uh, by putting dental offices in Walmart, which is something that I've been hearing about for like 15 years. Yeah, yeah. It's about damn time to have something more than just a rumor. And I guess there's some of these around because every once in a while someone will post a picture of it on social media. Okay. But I've never seen or heard of one anywhere near me. Yeah, I I have yet to see one. It sounds like, I mean, to be totally honest, that group, I'm not worried. (laughs) 
that's not a group, a segment that I really see right. much of in my office. So this is wild. This whole paragraph is wild. I have to read okay. this. All right. He's also an advocate for increasingly prominent integrated care approach that focuses on the whole patient. A patient sees her primary care physician thinking she might have a sinus infection. After a comprehensive examination, the primary care physician walks the hall, walks down the hall to consult with the dentist, and the patient ends up being diagnosed with a maxillary molar toothache. That's commonplace, he says. Here, an example of that isn't. Another patient comes in for a maxillary premolar issue, upper left quadrant. Dentist takes a 3D CBCT and sees nothing. Refers him to primary care physician. After examining the sinuses, the patient is asked when he last had an eye exam. The patient replies, it's been years. They are then able to walk the patient down to optical. And as it turns out, he was having referred pain because he actually needed bifocals. Being able to integrate quality care and save patients time and money is our goal. Fuck you, Roshan. That never happened. No. Needing bifocals never was referred pain to a maxillary premolar. That has never happened. Not a single one time. Never. That is no. like the most, that, that shit is made up. Like he's standing in the store doing the interview and he's looking at the optometry place like right in front of him and uh-huh. he just can't think of anything else to say. That's yeah. never happened. No one has had a maxillary premolar toothache and it ended up that they needed glasses. No. <laughs> So no, that's, dumb. that's such horse shit. Plus, you 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 fix their their typo. Dental takes a three D. No, it, it's dentist. You said dentist, but it, yeah, they wrote it wrong. Come on, there's ben, a lot edit. of things wrong in here. Yeah, edit your damn shit. They were really quick to get this thing published. <sighs> Apparently, um, <laughs> my passion comes from the fact that dentistry has given me so much. I want to give back to the next generation, and part of that means empowering dentists to practice at the top of their license in modern facilities like ours. I really want to see one of these places. Do we think that there's a CBCT in Walmart dental offices? <laughs> Not likely. I, I just, I, maybe there is. I don't know. I don't want to shit on it, but okay. Walmart sucks, man. I don't want to go to Walmart right. ever. Right. I'm sorry. Like Walmart is garbage. It's hot fucking garbage and I want no part of it. And if you want to open up dental offices, like totally fine. And if anybody leaves my office to go to see a dentist at Walmart, good uh-huh. fucking riddance. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah, that's why I'm not really concerned. If anything, they're doing me a favor and keeping that segment uh, out of from, my office and off yeah. of my phone. Yeah, absolutely. Bitching and moaning about their amalgam downgrade fee. <laughs> right. Let them let Walmart handle that discussion with them. Yeah. I have to ask this, Roshan Parikh. All of your fees at Walmart Dental Clinic need to end in 88 cents. (laughs) (laughs) So every fucking product at Walmart is like what is, for example, $4.88. Instead of $5, it's $4.88. So I need your pro fee to be like $68.88. That would be awesome. (laughs) Number eight, Howard Ferran. Okay. Fair I enough. Eight. Well, last year you're his three, so no, there's no fight. Like at least we're moving in the right direction. Right. I'm nothing against Howard. Right. It's just the placement. But the placement. He ain't is the fucking eight. He wasn't three. Yeah. No one reads Dental Town. Gina's the only one that still goes on Dental Town. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't. No one listens to his podcast. 
Why is he on the, like, why is he eight? Uh, it's kind of a throwback. Uh, thank you. That's for, what it, it's, it's like, it's like a career achievement. Like yeah. when, when they give Meryl Streep an Oscar just for being Meryl Streep. Right. That's what this is. Yeah. And Susan Lucci finally got an Emmy because she, yeah, because she had lost so many times, so many times in a row. Yeah. I, I don't dislike Howard. I just right. like, what does he do? What does he do that moves the needle now? In 2004, yeah, absolutely. 2005, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 2006, up until like 2010 or 2011. Sure. But it's not anymore. That shit's done. It's like Walter Cronkite, man. It's just mm-hmm. not the deal anymore. Yeah, I think you're right. He has recorded more than 1,300 episodes of his podcast that no one's listening <laughs> to. How many is it like two a week or daily or what's, what's he this? was doing daily the last I saw I haven't li- I can't listen wow. to it it's so I, bad. I can't either it's I can't so either bad. Um, no offense Howard if you ever hear this I'm not trying to talk shit or start mess with you it's just that like dude your day in the top ten of this list is done yeah yeah number nine the power brokers Kathy O'Laughlin executive director ADA Michael Graham. Senior VP of Government and Public Affairs, ADA, and Marco Vujicic, Chief Chief Economist and Vice President of ADA Health Policy Institute. I'm kind of okay with them here on the list, like bottom half of the top 10. Uh Um, I don't love Kathy O'Loughlin. She called me Justin one time. (laughs) (laughs) I have a fucking nameplate in in front of my chair that says, Joshua Austin Chair, Council on Communications. Um, I don't love the ADA recommendation that everybody closed their practice. Uh-huh. That that was dumb. Um, and I'll be yeah. honest with you. Like, if I didn't want to get into the American Academy of Restorative Dentistry, where you have to be an ADA member to be a, to 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 be accepted into membership, uh-huh. I would drop my ADA membership today. I would drop it today. All right. You're much more ambitious than me. I. I- didn't the AARD is like it's just one of my dreams in life is to be okay. one of the 186 living members of the AARD. Oh, fair That's enough. the only reason I'm a member of the ADA now. That's okay. the only reason. And I did like I was the chair of a national of an of an ADA council. Uh-huh. I single handedly got the most expensive resolution in the history of the ADA House of Delegates passed, eighteen million dollars. Wow. I was heavily involved and I look at it now and I'm just like it's a worthless behemoth of garbage oh. that them telling everybody to shut down their office irritated me so badly yeah that it's that just was... like this is not your lane get out of it you're making life hard they're the ones that started the fight with hygiene yeah yeah that that we're gonna be paying the price for a while right they started it with their feckless recommendation that holds no weight and is uh-huh. they're not a legislative regulatory body and all they did was make dentist lives hard that's all they did they uh-huh. did nothing to help a dentist at all during that that recommendation did nothing to help dentists i hope you're happy kathy o'laughlin <laughs> number 10 is lazy benko shame on you for number 10 seriously it's lazy the entrepreneurial dentist at least it's not number two like last year. Last year was two. The yeah. fuck are you doing, Benko? Yeah. This is this is like when the time person of the year, it has like a mirror on it. It's like, you, fuck you. That's yeah. no, this is stupid. <laughs> uh-huh. 
we're not all special. Not everyone could be influential. I don't understand what this even means. It doesn't make any sense. It's very obvious to me that they wanted to be just like pandering to Uh the people reading it. Like, hey, you guys are great. You're number 10. It's just dumb. (laughs) It's just dumb. I'm sorry. You're dumb. It's dumb. I'm not even going to waste any more time talking about it. Okay. Number 11, the diversifier. (laughs) What does that even mean? Karen West, president, American Dental Education Association. Does that mean like she's a disruptor? Oh, God. <laughs> what, is that, what does a DIA do? That's something I to do at dental school. Never fucking heard it of it. It advocates for policies in Congress. It is an annual conference attended by 2,500 students and professionals. All right, cool. I, is this person 11? Does anybody know who this person is? She's the president of Adia. I'm assuming like she has like a two-year term. All right. No one knows who the president of Adia is. No. No one knows who's, what Adia is either. If so. you if this were like the most influential list for dental schools and dental school faculty or dental right. students, yeah, maybe. But dentistry, maybe. Like, no one knows who this lady is. No one knows what Adia is. Yeah. This is pandering to education is what that is. Uh, 12 is the founding fathers. Last year they were 10, so they've fallen back. Rick Workman, uh, Heartland Dental, Effingham, Illinois, which I guess just like did it used to be called Fuckingham, Illinois. <laughs> uh, Robert Fontana, Aspen Dental, and Steve Thorne, uh, Pacific Dental Services. These guys should be higher. These guys should be higher than the fucking politicians. These yeah. guys should be higher than the Walmart guy. These guys should be higher than Howard Ferran. For and sure. you... And like <laughs> these guys should be in the in the in the running with all those other CEO guys. These guys are as influential, if not more influential, than those guys because these guys like are are I don't know. These guys are fucking geniuses. And yeah, and, and their their efforts are influence us directly and indirectly as as more shops open up down the street from yeah. us. It's competition so it absolutely is influencing what we do, how we work. Yes. So yeah. Um, so I don't disagree with these guys. I just think they need to be higher. Yeah, 12's too low. This, this one's fun. I've been fucking waiting for this one. I've been so horny for this one. Number 13, the perfectionist. Our friend, Michael Appa. Yep. Definitely I, deserves to be on the list. He definitely deserves to be on the list. Now, here's the thing, though. How many dentists know who Michael Appa is? Well, everybody that I know knows. Do you... You think? I don't know. Because all right, here's the thing. Well, the circles every, I run in. Every time I, what are you in the fucking Freemasons or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you the handshake later. Okay. Every time I lecture, uh-huh. I show us two slides about working interferences. Uh huh. And I always say, sometimes we have guests. We had on the great Michael Appa. And I would say 95% of people in my audiences don't know who Michael App is. Well, you, you have a, you're traveling in bigger circles than, than mine. So, um, no, I, I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, everybody I seem to talk to. I mean, we all know, we all have similar bonding agents. We all kind of, it's a big circle jerk, my, my circle of friends. So, <laughs> so yeah, we all know uh, who App is. 
All right. I, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be on this list, and he definitely uh-huh. deserves to be higher than the fucking Walmart guy. Yeah. And, and most of those other people. Um, I, here's the thing. There's a couple people that he's ahead of here that I just don't think he should be ahead of. Okay. Well, and we'll yeah. get to them. Yeah. But it's, there's big fucking names in dentistry that need to be way higher on this list. And, and it's just like last year where we had someone who shouldn't have been above those guys and was. Uh-huh. This app is way better than Paul Goodman being above yeah. Coy Spear For- and Christensen. Like 100%. I had a I had a coronary last year. You did when I saw that. At least Appa is a clinician. At least Appa sees patients. Exactly, and he worked At his least, way to get there. Right, he, he wasn't gifted anything. Well, and he's not just like spending his fucking time on Facebook all day. Yeah, and brokering practices and doing all the other bullshit that Paul does. No, he's fucking working his ass out about this. Yeah, but probably. whatever. Like Paul, if this if you find this insulting, Michael Appa is a better dentist than you. Yeah, I think that's empirical. Yeah. We can all agree on that. And if you have a problem with that, Paul, I'll tell you can text message Michael Appa about it. How about that? I don't yeah. want to hear it. Uh-huh. Um is he thirteen? I yeah, I think thirteen's the right spot. I just think there should be other people higher than him. And some of these people above the list of him need to be below him. He says he does more veneers than anybody in the country. I don't know how you ever empirically prove that. Yeah, it'd be hard to disprove though, because I mean, he is cranking. Yeah. The other thing is, is that they have made him the cover boy for this story, and then they put him at thirteen. Yeah, that was the thing I thought was a little odd. When I saw him as the cover boy, I thought, okay, wow, boom, top of the list, and then right, we have to scroll. So far, so like, why not put him at one? Yeah. If he's your cover boy, because he's cool. Yeah. That's the deal. Is he's cool. And they yeah. want it to look like super cool. And no offense to Wenzel, who I think Eric Wenzel's really cool. Uh-huh. But like putting him on the cover or uh, who's this other guy? Casey Hannon from uh, CDC or uh-huh. the Walmart guy. Like none of those guys are cool. You work at Walmart. You're not cool. Um, like you work at Walmart. Like that's, that's a high school job. Cool. Um, those aren't cool. Appa is cool. So, but then like put them higher on the list. Make them three. Yeah. Yeah. Put him and above. He, put him above the stupid CDC guy. He should be above the stupid <laughs> CDC guy. Hell yeah. He should be above the Walmart guy. He's way above Howard Ferran. For He's, sure. I I care much more about what Michael Appa says than what Kathy O'Laughlin says. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Karen West is above him. It's dumb. It's so Man. dumb. Like, uh, number fourteen, the instructors. Michael Cohen and Frank Spear. I think these guys need to be ahead of APA. Yeah. Yeah. I like them on the list. I think they should be definitely top five, top 10, somewhere, somewhere higher. I, I, two and three, in my opinion. Okay. Like, Coyce and Spear Mm -hmm. are two and three. If you want to put Eric Wenzel up at number one because of COVID and and N95, 3M mass, cool. I'm fine with that. But yeah. Spear and, and Coyce are two and three. Yeah. I don't have when a when that those guys say something, Dennis, uh-huh. do it. And yep. that to me is the definition of influence. Influence, for sure, right there. Michael Cohen has made my speaking career. He gave me two opportunities on a huge stage. It's him and Mike Detola. Michael uh-huh. Cohen and Michael Detola are the guys who made my speaking career. Yeah. And without those guys, I don't get to do the stages that I do or have done. I don't get the access that I've had. Like, I don't get all that. And so 
I owe Michael Cohen big time in my life. Um, and I think he's an amazing teacher. Um, but like more than that, he's, he's, they have him here as an instructor. It's, it's more about the vision of like what is, what Seattle study club could be and uh-huh. growing that and turning that into the super powerful network of like small group education uh-huh. that takes it out of the office and offline into, you know, these small community groups and, and franchise franchises. It's brilliant business thinking and it's great for the, the dental continuing education yeah. world. It's so he's higher than last year. He was 18 last year. Frank Spear was 26. If you yeah. remember correctly, I Paul do. Goodman was ahead of Frank Spear last year. Bullshit. So at least they got their head on straight, but these guys need to be in the top five. Yeah. Casey Hannon is not in the top five. The Walmart guys should not be in the top five. No. How, how these guys are behind Howard Ferran, I, it just blows my mind. Yeah, I. These shouldn't be numbers. These should just be bullet points. Yeah, but like, if you're gonna rank, yeah, well, I, I get it. They, they like they want to get people talking. That's the deal. That's what, no one clicks on this if it's just a power. You know, if it's just like if it's all chalk. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh huh. Number fifteen, the spinoff specialist Amir Agdai. I don't know how you say that. Sounds good. It looks right, right. He is the CEO of Invista Holdings Brea. Invista Holdings Brea. You may know them as the Kavoker Group. <laughs> okay. Kavoker Group used to be owned by Danaher. Danaher. It's a huge multinational corporation. Yeah. They spun off all their dental stuff into this Invista Holdings. So that's okay. what you're... I, right. I have never actually seen that word in print, Invista Holdings Brea. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, it seems like they're missing a word. They, there should be a And maybe they are. I yeah. don't know. But don't what's know. a Brea? Am I, I mean, it's very possible I'm just dumb. I just know La Brea Tar Pits. That's what I keep thinking about. <laughs> or Brea, California. Or the La Brea Bakery. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're in Brea. Okay. I think that's LA area. Yeah, somewhere around there. I wonder if there's supposed to be a bigger space there. So it's just in Vista Holdings in Brea, California. Oh, that's, I bet what, yeah, they, they fucked up a comma. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's, it's uh, between LA. Brea is between LA and Orange County. Okay. It's, it's, it's a little inland. It's inland of uh, Fullerton. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's just north of Placentia. I'm not lying. <laughs> I think that's There's Placentia. There's someplace in California called Placentia. <laughs> wow. Cool. Um, yeah, so I, you know, again, if you're a CEO of a big dental company, you're on the uh-huh. list. I guess so. That's fine. That's the trick. He's ahead of, though, number 16, the two legends. Our boy, Gordo, Gordon Christensen, and John Coyce. Grouped together. It's a little tough. It's a little yeah. tough for our friend John to be group Gordo. Because uh-huh. listen, as much as I love Gordon, John Coyce is better. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but like... Uh, a mile. Yeah, a long, uh-huh. a long margin. I, that's not, I'm not discounting what Gordon Christensen has done. Uh-huh. However, this is a tough grouping. <laughs> yeah. This is a very tough grouping. Yeah, they're just different categories. Uh, just, Gordo yeah. is 81. Wow. At some point in this, they uh, have his name hyphenated. 
Do you see? So look, go, go down, and it's right under like the gray block quote, the influences of oh. Dr. Christensen. Chris, it says, Chris At 81, meanwhile, the tireless Dr. Chris hyphen Tenson <laughs> continues to practice they, prosthodontics at his Utah office. Did they not click the button spell check? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Uh, so again, these guys should be higher. Uh-huh. Um, is Gordon above Appa in your in your power in your uh, influence rankings? I think he is. Yeah, yeah. Because every sure. di- literally every dentist in the at least the country, if not the world, mm-hmm. knows who Gordon Christensen is. Exactly. Everyone knows that name. Right. Is there another dentist that every other dentist in the country knows his name? GV Black. Yeah, I mean that's like you're like that. You're digging into that range. Yeah, the only closer ones would the only ones close would be Spear or Coyce. That's and it. I, and I think Christian was classmates with GV Black, so he might have been. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, they were running buddies. Used to go and and get uh, um, uh, sarsaparilla together. <laughs> <laughs> this one's weird. Number seventeen, the spatial planner Doug Erickson, CEO Facility Guidelines Institute, St. Louis, Missouri. I've never heard of Doug Erickson. I've never heard of Facility Guidelines Institute. Shit, I've never heard of St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, I've also what is ne- it? who is never, this? And the construction they got a hyphen in construction. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, man. Who is this guy? He declined uh. to be interviewed. Also, <laughs> oh, <laughs> founding member Doug Erickson, who declined to be interviewed. I like him. Then what is this? <laughs> You can't decline to be interviewed. What? Who do you think you are? No one's heard of you. Oh, that's beautiful. I don't know. Who is this person? The guidelines included a chapter on dental facilities for the first time in 2014. It has to do with air quality infection control. Seriously? This guy's 17? Yeah, that, Lance, that's. I have a hot take. You and I are more influential than this motherfucker. <laughs> Who is this guy? Uh huh. What is this company? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know who this is. All right. Number 18, the partner, whatever that means. I don't know what that means. Michael Castro, CEO of Delta Dental. Is he my partner? Is he your partner? Um,. I guess indirectly. Oh, they have a hyphen in California. These are, they're hyphen. These are really happy. weird. These are really weird. Do you think they put all these things in there for us to find? Is I, this like Easter eggs? I guess so. It's like a side quest on some weird video game. I Again, CEO of a company that does a lot with dentistry. Does anybody know who this guy, like if if I put a gun to your head and said, name the CEO of Delta Dental, would you know? No. No. Not even close. I, I, all right, fine. Whatever. No, they have a, hy- a hyphen in November. <laughs> <laughs> These cats love hyphens, man. These cats love hyphens. <laughs> Number wow. 19, the trailhead guide. 
I don't know what the what are those words? These are like these are like your fucking squadcast names. Where today you're yeah. philosophical leader, <laughs> and last time you were what fearless comedian or yeah. imaginative resonator. Yeah. Trailhead guide is absolutely like one of those things that would pop up. I think those you're are right. three words that are just randomly put together. Michelle Lee, executive director of the Organization for Safety, Asepsis, and Prevention. Uh-huh. OSAP. Which is that fucking organization that deals with, like, infection control procedures. Yeah. Founded in 1984 as a consortium of clinicians, educators, consultants, and researchers, OSAP remains the only national dental association solely focused on infection control. Best of luck. Do you remember I got one time got in an argument, or a few weeks ago I got in an argument on uh, Dental Hacks Nation where a hygienist told me that, uh, quote, all dentists could learn something from going to an OSAP meeting. Uh-huh. And we just like mocked like what the bar is like at an OSAP meeting. This is the woman that's the executive director of that. Okay. Is she the 19th most influential person in the entire Well, if, <laughs> if she's going to be on the list, then... You know, it's got to be towards the bottom then. So she doesn't deserve to be on the list. I know. I'm I'm just saying, if she's going to be on the list, then definitely that's still too high. No one gives a shit about OSAP. I'm sorry. How far into this fucking pandemic are we? And there's been zero cases that have been traced back to a dental office. Uh We're doing. We're all doing fine without you, OSAP. Uh huh. Thank you. Good day, sir. I said good day. Number 20, The Investor, Richard Schnall, Managing Partner, Clayton Dubillier and Rice Healthcare Practice, New York, New York. It's a private equity firm. Oh, (laughs) their most important portfolio companies are CareStream and Smile Direct Club. So this guy is just, he runs a hedge fund or a, a private equity firm that bought CareStream and SmileDirect. Yeah. All right. They gave SmileDirect Club $380 million. Well, that'll pay some bills. He's on the board of SmileDirect Club. All right. So, I don't know. Fuck this guy. Yeah. In the year. Number 21, Anne Battrell, Executive Director, American Dental Hygienists Association. I'm not even, no, we're not like, no. No. I'm sorry. Fucker. Get off this list. Yeah. You're canceled, ADHA. You are canceled. For sure. You, you lost when all of, when a vast majority of your leadership decided to hold a revolt and hold Dennis hostage and report them. Yeah. do all the horrible things that hygienists did during this um, pandemic. Thankfully, my hygienists are not members. Um, I would not yeah. let them be members. Um, I hope that no one's uh, hygienists that work for them are members of this horrible organization. Um, come at me and Betrell. Um, I'm not interested in having <laughs> one of your members as somebody that works for me because you were recommending and your leadership was rec- your people in the leadership of your organization were recommending uh-huh. that hygienists report dentists to the whatever OSHA and all these different authorities yeah. making dentists life Fuck hard. That noise. They wanted to stay home and stay on unemployment. 
I have no time for you. Yeah. We have ones to watch. Christopher Steele, president of Park Dental. Hmm. Cool. All right. Jonathan Koch. Coach. <laughs> Koch. Coke. Senior vice president and CEO, Global Dental Group, Henry Schein. I don't know. Well, is that different than Henry Schein? It's just uh, a section subsidiary branch off continued spurred importance of the. Uh, I don't know. It's corporate yeah. bureaucracy. Uh-huh. Um, Kenneth Sirota and Ron Saslow, president of Dental, Cantel Medical, and CEO of Hugh Freedy. Um, so. Well, I know Ken Sirota runs the Roots Group on Facebook and used to be an email group. I think he's an endodontist. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're back to the list. Okay. Number 22, the beautiful mind. Warda Einem, CEO of Overjet Cambridge. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of this person. No. The introduction of artificial intelligence to dentistry means that we're witnessing a scientific and medical revo... (laughs) Revolu... Hyphen Shun, <laughs> and in real time, Boston area startup Overjet incubated at Harvard Inno Hyphenvation Lab by Enam uh, is CEO. It doesn't say what they do. Everyone's semi-annual dental checkup procedures produce hundreds, if not thousands, of data points. <sighs> All right, I guess. Like, what what does this do for me? How does this influence what I do in my? Yeah, this is just it's pie in the sky. <sighs> Yeah, they, in the sky. I don't give two shits about what she's doing. It has like at some point this may be on the list. However, nothing they are putting out is giving private practice clinicians, like everyday private practice clinicians, any information that would be of any value to any of us dentists. Like this, it's like it's it's ethereal right now. It means nothing. Maybe she's the next Theranos. It's kind of what it sounds like. Like until <laughs> until there's something that like does something for our practices. How are you on this list? Yeah. Yeah, it seems pie in the sky, fake bullshit that will amount to nothing. But good for you. You're on the list. 22. Twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Greg Menzenmeyer, COO of Glidewell Laboratories. Okay. Definitely influential. Probably a little high on the list, but influential. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it. I kind of like. <sighs> why is it not Jim Glidewell? I was gonna say, why not Jim? Well, maybe because I mean, he's, he's I, got like, the Rona. I guess we're. Tr- Trying to, he does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guess it's probably time to usher in the new person there, and that's fine. Okay. That I don't might... know this person. I've never met them. Mm-hmm. You ready for fun? Okay. Number 24, the social connector. <laughs> connector? Whatever. I, I, we we ravaged his, his ass last year. Yeah. We burned his ass last year. No need to do it again, other no. than. Like, he runs a stupid Facebook group. Yeah. 
Alan Mead and Jason Lipscomb have more influence than Paul Goodman does. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. It's true. I don't yeah. have anything else to say. He's not a practicing dentist. Yeah. That's... There's a connection somewhere, backdoor or otherwise. Yes, and I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. At least he's not ahead of of Coyce and Spear like he was last year. Right. That just, I wanted to throw my monitor. Um, <laughs> where are they? Martha Summerman. This is from last year's list. Okay. Former director of the National Institute of Dental and Craniofacial Research. The colossal Dr. Summerman. Do you think she wants to be referred to as colossal? Yeah, that's that's a tough word to be using with a woman. A fixture not only on this list, but within its top tier. Except she didn't make it this year. Oh, she retired. Oh, there you go. So why isn't the new director of NICDR... Oh, maybe they're DCR. Why aren't they on there? Maybe they're because lower. no one knows what that shit is. <laughs> uh huh. Alex Finkel and Jordan Katzman, co-founders of Smile Direct Club, they were number eleven last year. They can all fuck themselves. Uh huh. Really hardly. Uh-huh. Its stock began to tumble shortly after their IPO, ravaged by short sellers and state regulation, furious opposition from dentists and class action lawsuits from angry customers. Disrupt they have. Can they align their business model anew? <laughs> they can choke on dicks is what they can do. I bet they do. Number 25. I love saying this. Guillaume Danilo. Uh-huh. Did I say that right? You did. Guillaume Danilo. Uh-huh. He is, uh, what I, is that, William? Is that w- William Dan yeah. Elliott? <laughs> if yep. you were to get all English on it. Yeah. Uh, he's the CEO of Strawman. Um, last year, he was one, one to watch. Okay. Uh, so he was not even on the list when Paul Goodman was, and now he's still below Paul Goodman. The CEO of Strawman oh, is below Jesus. Paul Goodman. It's yeah. so, nuts. so nuts. It's so nuts. Um, number 26, the top doc, Jerome Adams, the Surgeon General of the United States. Yeah, right. Throw That's this fine. guy at like 32. Yeah. What yeah. is that? Like, I don't know what he does. That he, he shows up does. on Good, Good Morning America and tells you to, to be safe. And wear a mask. Yeah. Wear a mask. The lab assistant, number 27, Anton Wolf, CEO of Argen. Okay. I don't know what Argen really does. Yeah, I thought they made metals. Alloys, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess they have their own brand of clear aligners now. Oh, okay. I guess. All right. Huh. Number number 28, the market man, Jeff Johnson. Senior research analyst, medical technologist, Robert W. Baird and company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I don't know who this person is. No, me neither. Um, I, he's an investing guy, I guess. Okay. So how is he influencing me? I don't know. Okay. Oh, God. Just, just trying to keep up. At least he gave an interview. That other guy was like, nah, fuck y'all. I'm out. Number 29, the Wild West new sheriff, Mark Adams, dental business leader, Amazon Seattle. Uh, um, okay. 
have you bought anything dental related? Now, I'm not talking about like printer paper or toilet paper, like supplies for your office, like office supplies. I have done a few. But have you bought dental supplies like bonding agent off Amazon? No, I bought needles and syringes and stuff for like Botox and things. So Okay. So that's closer. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's actually ordered like a dental thing from Amazon. Yeah, I haven't. So there's a day when this will be appropriate on the list. Yeah. That day is just not now. Yeah, I think Why is he on here? I think it's coming. Maybe they just see the impending storm and they're like, well, let's... Well, that's fine. Like, but yeah. that's like saying like, oh... You know, the Texas Longhorns have a bunch of good freshmen, so let's put them in the in the preseason coaches poll top 10. Yeah. Oh, they're not going to be any good this year. But, you know, in the future, like, no, it's about this year. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think we're just too early. So the Wild West's new sheriff, well, he's not deputized Why yet. is it, like, one to look for? Why is he, like, yeah. that's he, where he needs to be. He, for sure, right there. Because yeah. I, I literally know no one who's bought anything off of Amazon, a dental product. We all uh-huh. buy shit for our office. Uh-huh. Like, office supplies off Amazon. So put Jeff Bezos on the list. Like, that's yeah. more reasonable than this. Yeah, I think you're right. Bezos number over th- Adams. Yeah, number 30, the Laser Trailblazer. Oh, God. It's just bad writing. Yeah. The Laser Trailblazer. <laughs> Is that like Red Rover, Mike, Red Rover? Send, yeah, send Mike <laughs> Cataldo right over. He's the CEO of Convergent Dental in Needham, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. Do you, without looking, and maybe you already looked, do you know the name brand of Convergence Laser? Uh, no. I, oh, I probably know of it, just didn't know it was Convergent. Okay. If that's the case, is the CEO of that company one of the 30 most influential people in dentistry? I'm or could say it no. be, or could it be, Lance, to quote Ancient Aliens, uh-huh. or could it be that Benko has a contract to sell the Solea laser, which is maybe why he's on this list? Huh. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but maybe. I'm saying there's a chance. Again, I it if you took a hundred dentists and put them in a room uh-huh. and held and held a, a Glock nine millimeter to their head and uh-huh. said, "Name the name brand of Convergent Dental's laser," what percentage of them would be able to tell you that it's Solea? Negative twelve. <laughs> it's it's a very low percentage. It's a, it's it's so low it's imaginary. Number 31, I like on this list. I know this guy. Uh-huh. He's a local guy, lives here in San Antonio, went to okay. school with this guy. Oh. Um, so the first, in my, as far as I know, the first ever graduate of my dental school to make this list. Okay. Number 31, the teacher, which, eh, do we really, like, uh, uh, I, okay. Is, is, wouldn't you put that under, like, Gordon or Coyce or Spear? Eh, whatever. Scott Luna, uh-huh. founder, breakaway practice, uh, San Antonio, Texas. I okay. know Scott. Scott's a great guy. I like okay. Scott. I went to breakaway practice um, before I opened my practice. Good stuff. I don't. I don't use all the systems, but I use okay. some. All right. Um, good. You know, it's good. It's good. 
I, I have no problem with him being on this list, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, and it's up towards the bottom. So I, he's probably in the right place. So that's Yeah, fine. and honestly, like he's more influential than Paul Goodman is. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, he uh, Scott actually has real hardcore content. Uh-huh. And he actually has done it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I much agree with this as opposed to... Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Okay. So I, I have no problem with this. It's a little progressive to put... He, like he's a progressive name that you wouldn't expect to see on this list. Okay. Especially after some of the other names that you've seen, the stupid sure. ones. Uh-huh. Um, this guy's more influential than the guy who's, who, who's the CEO of Convergent Dental that, yeah. you know, by a long way, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. 32. The Consolidator. Dave Sprout, CEO of Young Innovations, Algonquin, Illinois. It looks like Young Innovations is, sounds like a rapper, actually. Uh, <laughs> the global manufacturer and distributor of consumable dental supplies. Um, I, it doesn't, but it doesn't say what. Huh. Yeah, I'm... This guy used to be the president of Patterson Medical and the VP of sales at Patterson Dental. Okay. Like, I, you know, I don't know. All right, man. So we're scraping here. Honorable mentions. Jim Harding, CEO of Henry Shine One. What, There's I, a what, lot of what are all these different Henry Shine things? Yeah. Uh, Laura Kelly, CEO of Microdental Laboratory. Oh, I know Laura. She's great. Okay. Are they huge? Well, she was the president of the AACD at one point. Um, her lab kind of got bigger and then bought out, bought, got part of other bigger labs now. So she's, looks like she's moved on and more of a okay. leadership so, role of a thing. Yeah. All right. I don't have a problem with that. How big of a lab do you have to be to make this list? I mean, well, it's like it got it's bought up. It's, fucking it's, Glidewell level. It's a part of the DSG group now, so yeah. Okay, you're not. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, Diego Gabathuler. I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it. Gabathula. Uh, sure. Gabathula. Yeah. Uh, CEO of Ivocar Vivident. Um, okay. Should have been on this list. Yeah. Ivocar is a huge company. Should have been above about. 20 of the people on this list should have been who should be on this list who's more influential the ceo of ivoclar or paul goodman which one should we pick i wonder yeah well who made up their own language um i, I don't know i don't yeah. work for diego that's true um jay geyer scheduling institute probably should be on the list i like jay okay. I, jay does good stuff I like, like, Jay's a content machine. Yeah, it does make content. You have trainers flying out all over the country. Yeah. They have two huge training centers, one in Scottsdale, one in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is... Oh, he doesn't run a Facebook group. That's why. Oh, he's he doesn't, there you go. He doesn't have a Facebook group. We should help him with that. No, he just has, like, two huge real fucking facilities uh-huh. where dentists from all over the country fly into. Uh-huh. Hundreds at a time. But no, yeah. honorable mention. But we got room for Paul. Yeah. 
Steve Bishop, CEO, Procter Gamble Healthcare. Yeah. Okay. He should probably be on this list. Yeah, I'm Above, of, like, hedge fund guys. Maybe. Justin Jaffe and Hitesh Tolani, CEO of Henry the Dentist and also founder and CEO of Virtue Dent. Uh, roughly 56 million Americans, Amera-Kins, live in places without adequate dental care close by, says who? Um, Jaffe and Tolani are working on the Uberization of the profession, bringing high-quality high dental care directly to people's homes and workplaces. All right. We're, we're putting them with Jay Geyer and, and Diego Gabathula. Of uh, the CEO of Ivoclar. Yeah. These guys who come in like fucking motorhomes. All right. You so that's so. the Benko list. Okay. It's another shit show. I just, I don't understand a lot of the people on the list. I no. think it might be like, is there a chance that Dave Sprout, the CEO of Young Innovations, is there a chance that like Binko buys a bunch of their consumable dental supplies? I'm saying there's a chance. Is there a chance that they sell the Soleil laser for Convergent Dental? I think the odds are good. Is there a chance that maybe uh, the Robert Baird and company invested in Binko at some point or something like that? I think it's in their portfolio. <laughs> I mean, some of these, it seems like a little insider trading. Maybe the SEC should uh, investigate. Um, if you're going to make Appa the cover boy, put him high. Yeah. Put him higher than 13. Mm-hmm. Um, put in, for God's sake, take this Casey Hannon off the list. Yeah. Take yeah. these fucking representatives in the house off the list. Take this Walmart guy off the list. Take Kathy O'Laughlin off the list. Take mm-hmm. Karen West off the list. Take... Um, um, Doug Erickson, the CEO of Facility Guidelines Institute, who would <laughs> decline to be interviewed. That's my favorite <laughs> line in the whole, the whole article. Take, yeah. take them off the list. Take Paul Goodman off the list. Ah, Jesus Christ, Benko. Yeah. I love Benko. I really, I really do love Benko. This list is just, that's why they make it. It's easy to hate. Yeah. Um, I love Chuck Cohen. I love all all about that. You know, I, I just I, I think they're a great company, uh-huh. and I get what they're trying to do. It's just uh, it's great for making me infuriated. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, do you want to? I got an email about you. I know we're pushing it. We're on a long show here. Going a little long. Um, I got an email about you. It happens. <laughs> I'm just gonna read it. it says um, okay. Request for character reference. Lance Timmerman has provided PBIS your name as a character reference in his or her effort to obtain a dental hygiene li- or dental or dental hygiene license. Um, please click the following link. So I click this link and it takes me to some questions about you. I just thought we could go through these right quick. <laughs> okay. It's not going to take long. Okay. How long have you known the applicant? How long have we known each other? God, I think it's two years now. That's more like, <laughs> I think it's more like five. Okay. Something like that. Cause I mean, I remember being at my old house doing a to- like being interviewed by you for totally oral. Okay. And that had to have been five years ago. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. 
So we're going to put five years. How did you became, uh, how did you become acquainted with the applicant? Um, felching conference. <laughs> Best gargler. Um, how would you describe the applicant's moral character? Oh, there we go. That's where it gets um, dangerous. Broken moral. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. I think that was the title of our episode with yeah. uh, girl boss Tara Harden. Hashtag. I think you're right. Um, no, Lance, I think you have great morals, to be honest with you. I really okay. do. Um, right. We joke around about about uh, stuff like that. But no, I th- think you have... You... Have, you I've never heard of you screwing people over. I've always heard of you doing the right thing. I've always heard of you wanting to provide the greatest care possible. Um, All right. Like, what else do I need to say? I think that counts. This is a tough one for you, Lance. Oh, no. How would you describe the applicant's social conduct? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could attach a picture because the picture I would attach is from last year at 4th of July. <laughs> with my pants. You sitting in the patriotic <laughs> pants with a vape next to you that uh-huh. you're sure that you can insist is not yours. Uh-huh. Um, no, I mean, you have, you're, I would say mildly antisocial. Yeah. I'm, I'm a curmudgeon on the porch. You, uh, <laughs> I would say if, if like, have you ever seen Defending Your Life with Albert Brooks? No. It's it's a great movie. Um, Albert Brooks is one of my... He's one of the greatest comedic minds of all time. Okay. Um, and he wrote this movie called Defending Your Life. He starred in it. I think Meryl Streep's in it. Huh. Um, and it's about they died. He died. Ooh. Um, and he goes to this sort of like... It's kind of like heaven, but it's like an amusement park, like resort... And they have um, like a review of his life to see if he is qualified to move on to the afterlife. And you get like an attorney and Rip Torn plays his attorney. Nice. Um, and so they play all these like kind of cl- like in the trial, they play clips of his life and like the most embarrassing thing he ever did uh-huh. and all the times he lied and all these things, right? Um, it's just a great movie. And and I feel like like if we had that trial mm-hmm. and it would be like what phrase has what group, what sentence of words has Lance said more than any other sentence during his entire life, it would be I hate people. Would be <laughs> what, what you that would be what what your your deal was. So maybe leave that off the answer. I'm gonna type that okay. whole anecdote about okay. Albert Brooks and I'm gonna put in like, yeah, you should really see Defending your life. It's great. Albert Brooks is awesome. I'm going to really build that up. And then at the end, be like, Lance's number one phrase is, I hate people. Okay. How would you describe the applicant's clinical skills? Um, tremendous. I've seen your cases. Right. Um, clinical skills are, are, are beyond reproach. Um, I would say Apple level clinical skills. Um, uh, you've got beautiful fine. cases. For not having a fucking ceramist like, yeah. in your, in your, in your uh, servitude at 24 hours a day. Yeah, there he certainly got me with an arm tied behind my back. How would you describe the applicant's rapport with patients and staff? I don't know much about this. Yeah, that, that, I do know that you do like to sleep with your staff. <laughs> just one, one person. I mean, one person one. in particular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, that I think they need to know about. They probably should. Um, probably should. With patients, I don't know. I can't. I can't tell because there's. 
There is Podcast Lance, which is not that much different, but it's slightly <laughs> different than Real Life Lance. Uh huh. But I don't know what like Chairside Lance is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure many people really would be able to know that answer because unless you worked in the clinic with me. That's the how am I supposed to answer that? Yeah. You wouldn't know. Describe last question. Describe your knowledge of anything that might interfere with the applicant's ability to practice safely, such as drugs, alcohol, or a debilitating illness. If nothing, please state none. <laughs> Oh, that's loaded. Wow, Lance. You gave me a lot of power here. I did. So this is for your hobby because you love collecting licenses. Exactly. That's an expensive hobby. It kind of is, but uh, I've got, you know, backup plans. Um, I, I think you can count on a good recommendation from me. I do want to put Felching Conference <laughs> in how, how I became it. acquainted. Do it. With the, because they're not going to know what Felching no, is. do it. You, you, and you, I, I would be willing to bet that most people listening to this don't know what Felching is. Well, they're not going to admit to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I just wonder, like, would then they Google, like, what is, what is, what is, what is a Felching Conference? <laughs> Yeah, they want tickets. Um, <laughs> uh, for your social contact, you know, I mean, it's I, mildly antisocial, but I'm not going to put that, obviously. Right, right. Um, just the weird one is, how would you describe the patient's rapport with patients in the South? How am I supposed to know that? Yeah, you just wouldn't. Yeah, you just wouldn't know. And I don't think you, although you do have a glass of wine almost every time we record. Actually, no. They mean no. I've only had like two or three times. Okay, so out of 140 episodes, twice have you had a uh-huh. glass of wine. I think they need to know about that. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> that might be uh, that might be debilitating. Mm. Well, <laughs> they should know and let them make their own decision. Here's what I don't understand: You're a good guy. You're a good dentist. You're trying to get your license in another state. Mm-hmm. There's fucking people out there that have lost their license in states and still have licenses in other states. Like, yeah. why why this? And then like, and then there's still that. Like, there's still uh-huh. people out there that just are butchers of people and, you know, throwing in mini implants and screwing people over left and right. Yeah. Literally left and right. Um, it doesn't make any not. sense to me, but uh, yeah, they're... They're still out there. They're protected. So I feel like I have your life in my hands a little bit. A little bit. I enjoy. Just yeah, a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, that's going to be fun to, to fill out. I'll fill it out tomorrow. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I really do think I'm going to put Felching Conference I as think far you should. as how I know you. I think you should. Uh, whose turn for a song is it? Is it mine? That's yours. All right, good. I'm going to hit you with something good. Uh, hey, share this with your friends. Uh, hey, uh, Benko folks, uh, share this with all your sales reps. I know you guys are listening to this. Uh, today. Um, that's how we grow the show. One new listener at a time. Uh, rate the, be sure to rate or review the show. Lance, what's your favorite number? Big fan of five. I love the number five. Number it's two. so great. Who was number five on our list? I don't even remember. Let's go back. Um, oh God, it was this fucking uh, uh, House of Representatives, guys. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, give us five stars. Yeah, give us five we, anyway. Yeah, despite that, like, uh-huh. don't think of Paul Gosar when you're rating and reviewing us. <laughs> hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Uh, hit us up on all the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. And also, funny shit for Dennis and Dental Team members. Uh, hit us up on uh, Twitter, at WinterFrances. Hit us up on Instagram, at WinterFrances. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DRTimmermanDMD. I can be found on, Lance, on Instagram, at JoshuaAustinDDS. Mash that follow button. Um, I've got a great song for you today. Yeah? I stumbled on a, a movie that um, I've seen many times and watched it again. And it's the best bad 80s movie of all time. Hmm. It's so bad that it's good. Okay. It's not, it's not The Dentist. That was a 90s movie. Hmm. Um, this movie epitomizes the 80s and epitomizes 80s movies. Okay. Have you ever seen St. Elmo's Fire? You know, I haven't. And I keep <sighs> I keep meaning to watch it and it just, I have a feeling okay. I'm, I'm going to. The song that I want to pick, I, I texted you today and I said, uh-huh. we need a new intro song. Uh-huh. And it's actually the song St. Elmo's Fire is what I want to do as an intro song. But for this song, uh-huh. um, it's the love theme from St. Elmo's Fire. <laughs> and it's just an instrumental. And it's okay. so fucking good, Lance. It's so good. Okay. The song is so good. It's the song like in the opening credits of the movie. Okay. And you've heard it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so 80s, dude. It is mm-hmm. so 80s. And I'm watching this movie. It's got like Emilio Estevez mm-hmm. and uh, Andrew McCarthy. The whole and Judd Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Judd Nelson and Rob Lowe. Mm-hmm. And they're just all fucking terrible people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, uh, Emilio Estevez is literally stalking this woman. Mm-hmm. The entire movie is just stalking her. I mean, it's like criminal. Like he's a psychopath. Wow. Rob Lowe is just drunk the entire movie. Okay. Um, Andrew McCarthy is like just in love with his best friend's girlfriend and tries to have sex with her. Um, it's so bad. It's okay. so bad. You got Ali Sheedy who's mm-hmm. trying to play like hot career woman, but like Ali Sheedy's not no. hot career woman material. No. You got Demi Moore literally just snorting coke left and right in the movie, which is nice. great. Nice. Young Demi Moore, like young hot Demi Moore. Um, inexplicably Mayor Winningham is, is a big part of this movie for <laughs> uh-huh. some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and then who's the other Ali Sheedy, Demi Moore. I'm, I'm spacing on who, on who the other, I guess that's it. I guess it's cause it's seven, it's seven people and there's four guys and, um, and, and I guess there's three women. Um, and yeah, dude, it's, mm. it's so eighties. It's not even All right. funny. Directed by Joel Schumacher. Nice. Um, it's, oh God, it's, it's, it's the, it's the most eighties movie of all time. Andy McDowell is who I'm thinking of, Okay, but she's not one of the group. Okay. She's the one that gets, uh, stalked by Emilio Estevez. Oh, okay. It's rough, dude. It's rough in, in the best way. And okay. the music is the best part of it. Perfect. And, and the big song is, is the Sandless Fire, which I think we're going to try to do as an intro song. Okay. But this is like, when I think of the movie, I think of this instrumental. Okay. Um, so enjoy the love theme from St. Elmo's Fire. <laughs> <laughs> For Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs>